0: Yo 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 you already know who it is it's C Money giving you the honestly fine news from the eyes of a DJ in the mouth of a burger it's monday no august 29 like would you let you my brother if i say i love you just knows real and i'm gonna love you like no other and i'm originally from the ville you heard some noise? you better take over i know some niggas that's in jail my only pretty keep together yeah you know what that is it. Uh, it's time to get rich yeah We got to a full up. episode. It is jam packed. No We're talking about the stock market. The we village. got fake you news. We got real news. Heart Go hit me up on Twitter at Soggy Margin. Go hit up Uvaca. On YouTube 100%. We're feeling it. It's Monday. Our vibes, our aurora is up there, folks. What can I say? As usual, let's not waste any time and get straight on into the news. This is something insane. In the past 24 hours, The top-selling NFT was a D-God, and it sold. Not even the top-selling NFT, the top-traded NFT were D-Gods with $1.3 million in volume. That is up 200% with 65 buyers and 70 transactions. A Solana NFT has just taken the throne, folks. Let's fucking go. You already know I'm pretty geeked about the Solana wave. I've got a bunch of Solana NFTs. Shouts out to a mountain pay. We're loving what they're doing. Let's go ahead and talk about the top traded NFTs today because it's different today. Number two, ImmutableSwap.io. I still got to get you guys information on that. Number three is the Bored Ape Yacht Club with $1 million in volume. Number four is the Black Box with $790 thousand dollars in volume number five is so rare with seven hundred and sixty thousand dollars in volume so the big question the question on everybody's mind right now what's 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 the volume looking like per chain if d gods are number one is solana number one no the answer to that question is a resounding no number one we have ethereum With $10 million in NFT sales in the past 24 hours. Number two is Solana coming in at $2.3 million. So even though they have the top selling NFT today, they are still a good 5x behind Ethereum. And then Immutable X is coming in at number three with $1.2 million in volume. Then at number four, we have Flow. Just look at this peak, guys. And this is why this is kind of important. How these chains, like, they all have their days. They all have their cycles. They all have their rotations. And so that's when you get in is when they're down a lot. And then you sew when they're up a lot, which seems easy to say. But Flow only did $176,000 in volume. At one point, Flow was number two. So huge discrepancies there we still got bored apes at the number one highest traded nft this one sold for three hundred and fifty thousand die it's bored ape number 441 and it's got these laser eyes shooting out of it blue laser eyes with bunny ears and it is a black bored ape looks like a death bot they said they call them Number two, we have a V1 Punk. This V1 Punk is pretty dope. It sold for 125 Ethereum at today's market prices. That is $186,000. This Crypto Punk has a little bandana. He's got a do rag on. He's vaping. He's got an eye mask on. And he's an ape. Crypto Punk ape. So that's sick. Number three, like the NFT market's actually pretty dope today. Uh, number three, we have the other deed mint, which is the board ape, metaverse. It sold for ninety nine Ethereum, or one hundred and forty seven thousand dollars. Pretty interesting stuff. Pretty interesting stuff. Holy crap! We have the woman ape yacht club number zero, which sold for ninety five ETH. That's just wash trading. I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna get into that. So, my favorite part of the podcast, what are people trading? I just had my microphone fly across my desk. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to take a quick a quick break. We're going through this really fast. We're trying to really slow this podcast down. That gets me ready for that gets me ready for all the stuff I got to do. Okay, so breaking it down, we have $171 million in liquidations. That's a lot of people that got wrecked. In fact, that's 62,236 people that got wrecked. The biggest person that got liquidated or the biggest liquidation was on OKEX. And it was for a Bitcoin USD swap. And it was for $4 freaking... Dollars. This guy lost four million dollars in one trade. That is an L. Going down, kind of breaking it down. Really digging, digging on deep. <laughs> I'm saying everything I want to say. <laughs> really d- diving in, digging on deep. We're gonna do we're gonna do anything we gotta do. We got Ethereum as the top liquidated coin with 76 million dollars in liquidations. Number two is Bitcoin with $34 million in liquidations. There's those are always the two top the two top dogs. Number three, we have Ethereum Classic with $7.28 million in liquidations. Number four, AVAX with $4.13 million in liquidations. AVAX is a layer two we're writing a bunch of docs on layer twos. If you want to have access to my research, I just started posting research. I posted a paper about curve finance. It'd be a lot If you'd give it a read, I think it'd be a great read. That's soggy margin. I tweet a lot. So you can go on the top, click search and click. I don't know, search like curve or curve fire or something. I'll, 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 Make a new tweet later and do that. So that way it pops up when you do that. And you can read that document. And soon I'm working on a layer 2 document. So that's coming up. Pretty excited for that. If you want to find that. That's at Margin on Twitter. Number 5 is Solana. With $3.54 million in liquidations. Kind of surprising. Solana is so low. It used to be number 2. And it's surprising to me because... You know, they got they got the highest traded NFT today. So it's like, what are you really going to do? But let me tell you guys, is the bottom in? Is the bottom in? Maybe we're, we got really close. And I think that at this point, we're going to call it. We're going to call it. We're going to call it. I'm digging it. I'm digging it. That was a song that was gonna play, (laughs) but actually though, hold on a second, hold on. Looks like the market makers have a different idea. We have fifty-six point five Bitcoin that's short at twenty thousand four hundred and thirty-one U.S. dollars. At today's prices, that's a one point one five million dollar trade. We have one thousand eight hundred Ethereum that's short at one thousand five hundred and four point six six dollars at today's prices that's a 2.71 million dollar trade we have 200 Bitcoin that's short at twenty thousand one hundred and ninety five dollars at today's prices that is four million dollars so the smart money is going short right now quite frankly wow I don't I don't know what to say. <laughs> I was really expecting to see some see some bullish bullish news or bullish trades there. We did not. Whatever. Going straight on into the news. The IPZ is about to die, folks. So we do not have all day. But we are definitely not rushing anything. US stocks lost $1.25 trillion in a day which is more than the entire cryptocurrency market cap. Let me, let, let, let's sink in. Let me just read that again. And this happened about, oh, when did this happen? I mean, this happened on August 26th, just after federal Jerome Powell's 10-minute meeting completely wrecked everybody. And so this, we're going we're gonna to retire the soft landing rhetoric that J-Powell, J Powell likes to use because dips like this 1.25 trillion dollars is definitely not a soft landing at all so this is why we need this is why we need bitcoin and stuff because we have Jerome Powell basically lying he told he told people there's going to be a soft landing or whatever and then you know at first it was transitory inflation it's like his job is to lie to investors to create stability but it's an interesting game because he also needs investors to trust him at certain points too they have a very interesting role in the government even though they're a third-party organization which is a huge issue with the federal reserve okay so i've been seeing a bunch of coinbase articles talking about buy ethereum buy ethereum now I'm I'm switching like I said, I'm switching bullish today. I think that I think we just saw a pretty aggressive move to the downside to twenty thousand. We saw decent support there. I think I think maybe that this whole recession thing might be ooh, ooh, ooh. Every time I think about all those assets the Federal Reserve has to sell, it makes me very nervous. But the question is, is we're going into midterms, we're going into New, we're going into a new presidency and you've been seeing a bunch of bills being passed, the anti-inflation bill, which just increased inflation. So the policies are definitely not getting more hawkish. If anything, they're getting more dovish, meaning good for Bitcoin, good for cryptocurrencies. So it's interesting to see what's going to happen in the near future. But the fact that Coinbase wants you to buy Ethereum is very interesting to me. Is that because they know it's going to go down, they're trying to get liquidity, or is that because they want to get that fork that's going to happen? And that's what I think. Back in the day when the original Ethereum Classic fork happened, if you had your money on Ethereum or Coinbase, you did not receive the fork. You didn't get or you you just got the fork or whatever, like you didn't get both coins. You kind of got wrecked, and Coinbase got a majority of the... They got a lot of money from that. And so, you know, the Motley the Motley Fool posted an article. Three no-brainer reasons to buy Ethereum before the merge. And so, their no-brainer reasons are no-brainer. The merge could push Ethereum even higher. I mean, that's, that's true. That is true. You know, we, we talked about how with the more usage in the chain... It will make Ethereum more deflationary. We've been starting to see that with the past EIP updates. We've been working towards this. That's true, but at the same time, like what? That's that's not a that's not a that's not a good reason. Let's get in number one. Ethereum is already one of the strongest networks. Merge aside, so okay, so now they're just talking merge. Okay, so number two, the the merge will vastly improve its energy efficiency that has nothing to do with its price it will be able to better compete with smaller networks like i don't know i don't know i just that is i think that's actually a good that 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 actually is a valid point a lot of these blockchains are going to be obsolete if ethereum can pull this merge off and so that's why i've been looking at these layer 2s recently because the, what layer twos are, and just to break it down really quick, is basically it's off-chain. And you submit your transaction to a centralized bit of code, a centralized smart contract. And it, it's called optimistic proofs or optimistic rollups, And basically, they confirm your transaction on this layer two. And then they take all the transactions that they got between an Ethereum block and then they submit their transactions through the Ethereum block. This is giving them the same amount of privacy and it's giving them it's giving them faster transaction times. And so there could there could still be a use. I think Ethereum said it's only going to be able to do like oh, I don't even want to say a number on how many of the new Ethereum the new Ethereum 3.0 is going to have with their transactions per second. I need to do more research on that. But these are all the wrong reasons to invest in Ethereum. And when you see Motley Fool posting articles like this there, you are the fool if you read these and think that they're good investment advice. So that's for me, when I see stuff like this, I'm thinking I really want to hold off. And you know, this was posted August 28th. What's today? August 29th. So this was literally posted, um, right before the dump, right before the big old dump yesterday. So this was probably people looking for liquidity. And so you need to look out for like articles like this from weird public publications, like the Motley Fool, Fuel, Motley, Fuel, Motley Fool, Motley Fool, or like, let's, I can just see like Seeking Alpha is a big one fx street like the daily hodl what bazinga all these random new news articles they're not trustworthy so kind of some cool news coming out of india we have an exchange coin dcx they launched a DeFi mobile app shit sh- <laughs> signifying signal signal what the single fuck am i saying holy shit Excuse my French, but man. Anyway, CoinDCX launches DeFi mobile app signaling a shift towards Web3 and not just a shift towards Web3, a decentralized shift towards Web3. So I went into kind of the details. I said, screw the article. I'm going to go straight to CoinDCX. And what they're trying to do is access thousands of tokens through multiple decentralized exchanges across chains and discover high yield generating opportunities on your mobile phone. These, these DEX yield aggregators work similar to market makers today on Robinhood, where you pay for a bad execution. They find the good execution. They find the good trader that's willing to trade for the best price. And then for that, they charged a small fee. And that is how that business model works. Pretty interesting. So, we, we talked about today how we talked about how we have a Solana NFT. We have a Solana NFT trading at the highest volume NFT. And so, it looks bare for OpenSea. NFC turns into a ghost town, and volume has plunged 99% in 9 days. Which is insane when you think about all the money they raised. They raised, I want to say $350 million. By Andrew Horowitz, Kevin Durant, a couple of big VCs. The market processed nearly five million worth of NFT transactions on August 28th, which is which is pretty insane because you know, May 1st, just a while back, they were doing $405 million a day. So I think I think even today the story is even worse, especially when you see all these wash trading, board ape yacht club, NFTs. So we have a article from the business of fashion and it's a pretty good article it talks about the secrets to a successful nft drop the reasons some fashion nfts are success and others fall flat we kind of talked about we broke down last friday a whole we had a whole segment about web2 nfts and if you took anything out of that that is you need to be successful in web2 to be successful in web3 Projects that come off as a quick cash grab or marketing stunt aren't likely to resonate, but brands that treat NFTs as part of their business model are the ones that are finding success. So they need to attract the Web3 community, but they shouldn't forget their existing core customers. That's the main thing. They need to onboard. That's why on Friday I focused the best, the best NFTs that these brands have been launching are the ones that it's like the first time... Sorry, I just, I don't know why I'm tapping my mic. It's the, it's the first time wallet transaction wallets because that shows that they're onboarding new people to crypto and that people like their brand, people are willing to spend their brand and even try new things to support their brand. So very cool to see that. Now, we're taking a bit of a right turn here. Usually we're going left, but today we're going a little bit of a, we had a little bit of a right turn, a little kink in the road. And we're talking about some stock news. We're talking about GameStop. We're talking about Bed Bath and Beyond. We're talking about even AMC and all these bullcrap trading halts. During the August 16th Trading Stop session, movement in GameStop, Bed Bath and Beyond, and Vinco Ventures triggered volatility halts. That's what these guys do. Oh, it gets too volatile, so we're gonna halt it for a little bit. For what? So people can't make their money. They can't take their money out. This is a scam. These so-called... And it it mostly is from these so-called quote-unquote meme stocks. Close the trading session. And these meme stocks are retail stocks. The retail stocks that they're doing this shit on. And that's that's why I just get so frustrated. Because with Dogecoin, you'll see some crazy pump with Dogecoin. But it'll just keep going. It'll just keep going. These mother truckers literally stop it. They won't. They won't let you win. They won't let you win. They'll do anything they can to to not let you win. In crypto, it's con, It's smart contracts. They don't. No one has a choice. No one's like it doesn't. The the smart contract really doesn't have a say if the if the liquidity pool loses money or not based on your trading, like these people do. These people have a family to feed. The August 16th trading session was an eventful one for the meme stops, that crushed the short sellers, and it it was mooning. You know, this this was like the bottom of the the bottom of the dip a couple days ago, and so just just that's why that's why blockchain, that's why we do this podcast, that's why everything we're doing here is so important, because who makes that decision? It doesn't say oh, Mr. So-and-so came out and said, we got to halt these stocks. It just, it just halts by the NASDAQ. It just halts by the NASDAQ. And you could probably say it's the head of the NASDAQ, but it's too murky. It's too murky and it's ridiculous. And even talking about Jim Cramer, I mean, Jim Cramer Oh, my gosh. He's such a cornball. It's like he's, he's the guy to reverse trade, you know? He's the guy to watch to figure out what to do the opposite of. And that's a lot of times what Bloomberg is, but I've been watching some Bloomberg takes. I like uh, Bloomberg surveillance. Those guys, those guys are really cool. Usually they're on really early. They're a U.K. broadcast of the market open which is important, especially if you're trying to trade New York Open, which is how I made a lot of my money. I used to trade New York Open and and do all that fun stuff, and they keep it interesting. They let you know what's going on. So, yeah, DeFi is going to stop all these trading halts, unless we really feel like we need it, which I can't see a reason why other than to save these hedge funds. That's the only reason why they stopped. <laughs> they have massive short-selling activity on all these stocks and these people are losing, these these hedge funds are losing like 99% of their value overnight and they're supposed to be smart money. They're basically losing people's retirement funds. Like, and so like they're over here calling Robinhood, they're calling all these brokers, like, look, you have to stop. You have to do this. And And then Robinhood does it. It's collusion. They're all friends. They go to the same parties. They have sex with the same women. It's like, it's nuts. So anyway, that's going to do it from all of us here at Web3 TV. I'm C Money, and don't just have a great day, have a DeFi day. Peace.